Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Wednesday, a little late today. Tom, a little technical difficulties. Uh, it happens, right? We're renegades. Renegades, uh, things come up and, you know, it and is what it is. people on the podcast don't know that. That's right. That's right. They don't know. It, but we are running uh, 14 and a half minutes late from our usual 8 a.m. Eastern time kickoff, although it's a fluid eight o'clock. We've gotten more and more lax about that. Um, I know. And I'm sure that drives you nuts because I know that. It does cause me a great deal of personal stress each day. Have to work on letting that go somehow. Yes, yes. I'm I'm working on letting a lot of stuff go. I was I was listening to a podcast. I was driving yesterday and I was learning all about radical acceptance. Radical acceptance. Do you know what radical acceptance is? I do not. So I'm going to describe it the best way I can. There are experts that spend a lot of time really thinking about it, but basically it's accepting that you're in the situation you're in leaning into the fact that you may be uncomfortable, leaning into the fact that you may be frustrated and just saying, you know what, in this moment, I'm frustrated. I like when we start right on time, we started late. And rather than allowing that to be, oh, Tom's such a loser. I can't believe this drives me crazy. Just, you know what, I'm frustrated because we started late today. There it is. And once you say it out loud, for me, what I'm realizing is when I say it out loud to myself or in my head, it dissipates a lot of those emotions around it. It's kind of like saying it's just what's real. Yeah, I, I, I think I think you're absolutely correct in that. I think that is another way of saying it. It's also a way of recognizing that you can't control things that. I can't control whether we start at eight o'clock. I can do certain things to encourage that, but there are some technical things that you have to take care of that thankfully I don't have to do it. So if I wanted to take over those things, I could, I think, but I really don't want to. So it's, but that's the tug of war. And I think as leaders, as owners, as renegades, we come up to these things often. You know, you you want to you want to have a customer. You go to a networking event. You want to have a customer come out of that. You leave a team. You lead a team meeting, and you want consensus. Sure. Hey guys, we're going to do this, and you get a completely op- opposite result. And you go back to your office. Oh, versus okay, that's how it is right now. How can I start to influence that going forward? How can I make changes? So I think it's it's a it's helping me in a lot of aspects of my life. Like here's a, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but it's a crazy example. Um, I'm in Baltimore now. I've been at the beach. I'm in Baltimore and our cat's here. And I have a habit of wanting to know where the cat is all the time. And Laura said to me yesterday, she's like, the cat's in the house. She can't get out of the house. 
She's in the house. She's doing her cat thing. Why do you just let her be a cat and you just be you? And if you intersect, that's great. And I was like, huh, which is radically accepting that I have absolutely no control over what the cat does or doesn't do. Unless you pick it up. Unless I pick it up, which she doesn't like very often. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good way to get some marks, which Fair I don't know. Fair enough. Well, I don't know, Tom, if I've said anything of value so far, but it's certainly a weird introduction to our program. Well, I think that it's just interesting that there's a lot of ways that people can think about what I would just say is what's real. And it's going to, and it can change. You know, if, if you had a power outage and the whole thing went, you'd be like, yeah, that's not great. And I can't control that. Right. Nothing I can do about that. So I'm going to go back and you figure it out. Now, obviously, there are things that we can control. And, you know, for us, it'd be good to go back and say, okay, what went well? What didn't go as planned? What might I do differently? And see if we can't get closer to 8 o'clock to start. Well, and, and, last, and the other thing that's probably coloring this for me is last week you gave two workshops where you talked about the idea of what's within our control and what's outside of our control. And I think that really struck me in the sense of, I can't control a lot of things. And I think in talking to other people who participate in one or the other of your workshops, they came away with the same thing. It's like, I can't control if someone buys something from me. I can influence it, maybe, maybe not, but I cannot make them take their credit card out, hand over the credit card without, you could, could, but that's probably not going to be a long-term solution to growing a business. Correct. You might end up in jail. Yes. Yes. Which probably is a bad, you know, that would be reckless, right? We haven't said Uh, the word reckless in a number of months. So I wanted to make sure we get reckless. Tom's always- Thanks. I appreciate that. You've (laughs) come to be okay with that, which I like. It's not what's real for you is that reckless is a part of your- language. You struggled with that for a while. I, I did. I did. Well, and that, and this is one of the things I don't think people realize. We are finding the words as we go here. And I was telling someone, they're like, you know, you guys do such a great job. And I said, you should go back to our hundredth episode. It wasn't anything like this. And I've, I've gone back. I've, I've gotten as far back as 100. We've learned a lot. <laughs> Well, we have we ever done this before? No, we have not. And and we've also kept true where I think it shifted for me and got better was when you and I agreed that we were going to do this for ourselves. That that the audience that we cared most about was the two of us. If you see value in it, if I see value in it, that's enough. That other people are paying attention to it. That's great. I love it. I don't mind that, but if everyone said, you know, you guys should do this at 8 p.m., I wouldn't be into it. Don't recommend When did you that. discover that? When did I discover what? On what episode did you realize that? Which that? That what was most important was that we were doing this for us. We had a discussion around episode 300. Okay. And it really shifted things for me. I, I, and and I, I'll tell you more later because it's probably not useful to the audience to hear this. But I, I think as a result of that, I've become more open 
and more honest in it. And the persona of Bob has faded away and the real Bob has come to the fore. I wouldn't have shared what I shared at the beginning of this episode, but Tom, people are waiting for important stuff here. So it is today's antidote. That's Tom, I'm Bob. We have different voices. So if you're on the podcast, it's great. And if you're on the podcast, let me just tell you, or YouTube, we sound so much smarter at one and a half speed. I can tell you, I, I binge every podcast, every YouTube video at one and a half speed. You can get through an hour video, an hour podcast in what, two thirds, one and a half, I, I don't know, what's it? <laughs> I was waiting to see that math. <laughs> I boxed myself in the corner. Yeah. So what we do each day is we try to figure out that one thing. Give you one thing that you can that you can think about, that you can wrestle with, that you can try to see if it fits into your life. Some days it fits. Some days it doesn't. Sometimes it might fit today, but it might not fit today. And it might fit next Tuesday when you go, Wow, those guys were talking about radical acceptance. I, I, Man, that was kind of interesting. I think that would work here. Our goal is to give you that one thing. And if you'd like to contribute your one thing, we'd love to see it. You can put it in the Facebook chat. You can put it on the YouTube. The YouTube. <laughs> that sounds like the, the Google. <laughs> or the Facebook. <laughs> yes, the Facebook. Um, you can also... Email it to us at ringleaders at renegadesuccessnetwork.com. You can also go to our Facebook group, which is an exclusive and private group. And Tom will tell you more about that later. But Tom, as we move forward, and I like once a week to run the show. It just makes me feel better about life. Really? So I'm just going to keep rolling. I have um, noticed. <laughs> what we like to celebrate. And the reason we celebrate, and, and I had someone ask me yesterday, why do you guys really believe so much in celebrating? We've found that celebration, looking at what you've accomplished and celebrating what you did, whether or not it worked the way you thought or not, that you took the action, is a real accelerant to you taking more actions. It makes it easier. So, Tom, today, what are you celebrating? So I am celebrating that, uh, as you mentioned earlier, last week I gave a presentation and I had someone reach out to me. Someone actually asked a question in the, in the conversation that sparked something. And, and, and I had offered to anyone in the room is that if they wanted to follow up with a conversation that I, that'd be happy to schedule that. And, um, and then we could talk. And so someone took me up on that, actually a couple of people. And, but this one person was struggling with some things it was actually, we were, set up the call to talk about one thing. And then once we got in there, we discovered that there was something else behind that one thing. And the, the opportunity to help someone in ways like that, you know, this wasn't a paid gig. It wasn't a, you know, a coaching session. It wasn't a, it was just an opportunity in some ways to help um, mentor someone more importantly, just to help them try to work through a challenge. And I think, you know, I, I believe that they found value in this, actually great value in it, and hopefully that will help them as they move forward. And I think there's something about that that's why I do this, is that so people discover things, you know, that it's that it's about how do I help others with the knowledge, experience, and perspective that I've had move forward beyond whatever the challenges that they are having. And whether that's as a friend, 
a mentor or in a coaching relationship. That's why I love doing what I'm doing. So that is what I'm celebrating is one, the ability to do it. And two, that I was able to help someone um, come up with some next steps when I don't think they saw any insight. That's awesome. I like it. So I'm celebrating today the fact that I'm gainfully employed. And this really hit me yesterday. I was driving home from the beach and a friend of mine texted me and said, I got fired today. And this is a very talented person. And it, I really, oh my God, wow. That's a, and as I was thinking about it this morning, it's like, I'm really blessed that I can find a way to make money and do that. And I think often, especially when we're entrepreneurs, we're constantly looking at the, I don't make enough. I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I made. I don't make as much as I made at my last job. I have to pay so many taxes. And I really, it, it turned things around for me this morning. It's like, I'm really doing what I want to do. And I'm not going to get fired by someone. I'm the boss. Correct. It's me. And that, that recognition really it just hit me. I hadn't thought about that until this morning. Like, you know, yes, I know I was the boss, but I also know that that gives me much more flexibility than someone who works, you know, whether it's for a company and they change leadership, the government, they change politicians that are running the show or just, you know, you've been in a situation where the boss changes. Correct. And the rules change. And it's like, whoa, time out. <laughs> That's not how I was rolling. Not real comfortable with that. Can, can we recal? Let's recalibrate. No, we'd rather not recalibrate. Nice having you. Yes. You know, I think we forget how blessed we are. And I know with a lot of my clients, it's constantly, you know, I'm not making as much as I want. I'm not doing as well. And I think really recognizing how far we've come, it's a celebration. I'm celebrating the fact that I've come this far. This is further than I've ever come. And there's a lot of potential here. So there's always potential. Absolutely. So awesome. I'm going to keep going. I'm, 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 I'm in a take charge mode today. Uh, yep. And I'm not sure I have any control over that. So well, <laughs> I could mute you, I guess. There is some <laughs> control I could have in that. I'm not going to exercise that. Today. I'm thinking, here's what I'm thinking, people, just to let you in on a thing. Every day that we start five minutes or more late, I'm just going to take charge because I can tell that Tom doesn't know what's coming. And this is fun. <laughs> just what's real. So we've been talking this week about the four apps, the renegade four apps. And I love that Tom and I didn't make the connection when we were talking about it. But Tom said earlier this week that often F's are a bad grade in school and you don't want F's. But as renegades, we want these four F's. Yesterday, we talked about focus. Today, we're going to talk about flexibility and freedom, the renegade having flexibility and freedom. And tomorrow, just so you know what the final one is, it's fun. So, Tom, as we talk through these, what are your thoughts on what, what's the matter? You're giving me a weird look. Well, what did you forget? Oh, I forgot the national celebration. Oh. You're out. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. No. So Bob, here's, here's what, what today is. Today? This is National Civics Day. Oh. So 
part of being a citizen of our great country, if you live in the U.S., if you live outside the U.S., you do things civically to support your country. But within the U.S., we vote, we pay attention to politics, we have the, the ability to influence politics in various ways. This is a day that's focused on the whole idea of civics. And if you've seen Hamilton, the um, play or listen to the soundtrack, a lot of this civics goes back to the Federalist Papers. I think it was 1792 and Alexander Hamilton. And I would be happy if you want, Tom, I can sing some excerpts from Hamilton for you. How many did he write? How many Federalist didn't he write like 58 of the 72 or something? He was supposed to write half of them, and he he was an overachiever. Well, you said that you were going to sing. I thought that's what you were going to sing, is how many he wrote, how many Madison wrote, and how many John Jay wrote. That wouldn't be – no, I was, I was going to uh, sing from um, – what's the song? Look around, look around. How lucky you are. To be alive right now. Yes, Eliza, you should have told me where, yeah, we're probably violating copyright right now. <laughs> this episode's going to get thrown out because we violated the Hamilton copyright. Yeah, I doubt that. And, okay. I, I will tell you, all kidding aside, the Hamilton soundtrack, certain songs on that soundtrack are like my go-to. Sure. Me, I would say it, me as well. If I had a nickel for every time I've heard the song "Helpless," I couldn't even tell you. It, 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 I would, I wouldn't need to work anymore. Good to know. And what's the song um, where he's where George Washington is saying he's not going to run for office? I think it's goodbye. Yes, Teach I me like how to that. Say goodbye. Yep, yep. That's great. I know you know this very well. Have you seen this show? Uh, yes, I have. In New York? No, I saw it in Baltimore. Oh, okay. I've only seen it on Disney Plus or whatever. And it, it blew my mind. I thought up till that point, Les Mis was the best. And this, this is on par with Les Mis. But it has not, Les Mis has nothing to do with civics. I don't, well, kind of does. I think it kind of does. Yeah, I think, I think there's some civics. Nice segue back to it. So, Tom, as we continue, because we have gone all over the map today, this is, this is definitely an episode for the books. Um, what are your thoughts on the whole idea of um, flexibility and freedom as a renegade? Because often we don't think of that. Sure. And when we first, you know, when we first were talking about this concept, um, and then we talked about, well, let's do it on the show. One of the things that I was struggling with is the difference between flexibility and freedom. And you actually did a really nice job of laying that out. Now I forget if you did that. On it the wasn't show. on the show. It was, oh, okay. it, was yesterday, it was yesterday afterwards. Okay. Um, but I thought you did a nice job of laying out the difference and that flexibility in some ways is a lot about being able to kind of go with the flow. To be like, if because there are things that are out of our control. And if we understand that, we have to be a little bit, we have to be a little bit flexible to be like, okay, this happened. And rather than let it derail me, I'm able to say, this is what's real. Now, how do I move forward with it and learn from it? 
And, and I thought that was a really great way to help me understand the difference. And then freedom clearly is the ability that we have to make the choices that we want to make for our business, for our team, for ourselves. You know, and I think it's interesting I, in that presentation I did last week was that um, a lot of it was initially going to be about organizational growth and how to look at organizational growth. And yet I got some feedback, some comments from it that people were like, I came in looking for organizational growth. And I also realized that some of the things that was discussed were really great for my own personal growth. And so I think those that overlap is is so um, so often apparent in what we do in our work and what we do in our lives. And, you know, I think the, the opportunity to choose the next step um, is, is a big piece of it. And so that concept of freedom and flexibility became a little clearer and I could find a way to separate them when at the start of this week, I was not sure how to differentiate between the two. I like to think of the flexibility as things that I am dealing with. So flexibility is, um, oh, I was going to work on the budget today, but one of my key employees didn't come to work. They were sick. And so now I need to plug into their role. And I'm not going to be able to do that budget work that I plan to do. And being okay with that, because if you're using our Renegade Day Pack, you understand the bigger picture. You understand that, yes, the budget's really important today, but if the phone doesn't get answered, there is no need for a budget. And so I really think of flexibility as that in the office, in the moment, whatever that office looks like, the things that you have to deal with in the box of your office, I think of freedom as those things outside, the outside forces. So your personal life, your family, you know, you, you 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 plan to be at work today all day, not work from home. You told everyone you'd be in at work and then you have a sick child. You've got to be home with your child. To me, that's part of the freedom or the freedom. I told you earlier today, next week, I have a relative coming into town. I plan to work in the morning till 11. And then he and I are going out to play golf Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And. I will get my work done. I will work different times to accommodate that. And not everyone has that flexibility. Not everyone has that freedom. I, I, I might disagree with that. They, they, if they plan, if they're planning and they know that this is coming, it might not be how they choose to use their vacation or personal time. And still they could say, this is important to me this opportunity to spend that time to go play golf with their friend or to do whatever, something else that brings them pleasure, they could choose to do that. I'm not sure people look at it that way. They, I think so often they consider that I have to be at my desk or I have to be at my job. And the only reason to take vacation is when you plan the obligatory a- obligatory week in July. Correct. Because we've always done it the second week of July. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever, whatever your routine is, you know, that to think about vacation as this is a, this is an opportunity for me to do the things that I love to do. So I guess that would be my only thing is that I think um, we almost every job that I know of, you have the ability to take some vacation or personal time. Well, or I, I think of a brick and mortar store. 
that's sure. a little more a little difficult. You can't easily close your hardware store for four days. You don't want to close at eleven o'clock Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday because people will go elsewhere. If you've got a little store, they're going to go to Home Depot or Lowe's, which is open all the time. However, you could be a renegade and create different staffing opportunities. Sure. You know, and and I think that's what, to me, the freedom is. The freedom really is to think of what works for you. I really struggled for a while when I left my first job to run a um, business. I really struggled with not being at work till five o'clock every day. I felt guilty. I felt like I wasn't doing the job. But now I've realized I was working last night. We're up doing this every morning. There's work before this. And I don't factor that in. I always think of like, well, my workday starts at nine o'clock. And someone said to me, you were on the phone with me at 630. Doesn't that count for work? I'm as before breakfast. So it doesn't count. They're like, no, that counts. (laughs) I just had this weird thing, you know, and I think that's one of the other things that we often do. We don't really think about how many hours we work. And more importantly, the effectiveness. Because I told you today that I was going to do that next week. And I said, because of that, I've got to get some things done today. Yeah, you're actually planning to be able to do that rather than, you know, rather than saying, oh, it's the, I'm going to take it off. Now, if you had planned well enough and you said, hey, you know what? I know what I have left to do during the day and none of it is vital to get done today. Great. I can choose to do it tomorrow. I could choose to do it later at night. I could get up early. Those are all options that we do have, choices that we can make. Um, It's just if we have to consider those things. Right. And you demonstrated some flexibility and freedom last week when you were trying to put together the presentation. And I think you were getting frustrated a little bit and you were thinking through it and you said, you know what, I'm just going to go, go to bed and hit this again the next day. That to me is flexibility and freedom. Sure. That, Hey, I know I'm, I've hit the wall. I need some distance and now I'm going to come back to it. And what happened the next day? You came back to it with clarity with focus with all the things that help get things done and i think sometimes we think that sitting at a desk for eight hours is going to accomplish the task you know i i I, i've taught writing over the years and students will always say i have writer's block and i'm like no you don't i don't buy it what do you mean like i've written hundreds of thousands of words hundreds i've never had writer's block like what no I've had times when I don't know what I'm trying to write because I haven't figured it out yet, but that's not writer's block. That's just, I haven't done the internal work to get to the place where, hey, what am I really trying to say here and how can I do it? And I think that's what we struggle with in business and in leading. What am I trying to do and how can I achieve it? Whether it's writing, whether it's leading a team meeting, whether it's getting a board to shift their whole focus, whether it's, you know, getting employees to pay attention to a policy that's been written down for three years, but no one ever pays attention to it because, yeah, we don't really like that policy. It's all those things. Sure. And I think what I love about our day pack as we keep talking about it and how it gives us this focus, flexibility, freedom, and fun is that it, it grounds this whole thing. 
you know, Absolutely. when I was talking to you earlier, it was like, Tom, I know what I have to do. I have to, I need to get these videos done and I'm going to work on them today and have it done. And I didn't have that clarity three months ago. I, I just didn't. And I think it makes it very comforting to me to know that I can be off next week in the afternoons for a couple of days and not feel like my business is tanking. I, I can't do it. And the reason it's only the afternoon, not the full day is I have, I have coaching clients and I wanted to give them access to me during the week. So this was the flexibility that I demonstrate. Can't just be like, I mean, I could, I could say, guys, I'm not around next week. Sorry. Figure it out yourself. But I didn't think that helped me achieve my business objectives. That wasn't the coach I wanted to be. So now there'll be a couple of people who go, I really would like to talk to you in the morning or in the afternoon. Is there any way you can do that? I'm really sorry. I, I just can't. And they'll adapt, right? Sure. And that's the choice and control that you have. If I choose to use it. Correct. And I've never chosen as powerfully as I do now. That's a great step to identify. Congratulations. And a lot's happening because of it. Right. I think it's funny. That would be to a lot of people, whoa, that scares me. That's going to really slow things down. I think it's actually sped things up for me. Well, you think about it is... You could look at it. It's all about your perspective. You could look at it two mm -hmm. different ways. You could say, wow, I'm going to go play golf in the afternoon. Must mean I don't have enough work. Right. Or you could look at it and say, my business is going so well that I and I'm in such control of what I need to accomplish that I can choose to go and do that. And there's a certain amount of I've earned this. Yeah. I've worked really Absolutely. hard to get to this place. And if I can't celebrate that in a way that matters to me, right. what's the use? Yeah, right. Correct. That's the that's the that's the piece of it. You do this so that you have a lot of people choose the path they choose because they're looking for that flexibility and freedom. Right. And this is an opportunity for for them to do that. Right. Just like some police officers like to work night shift. Correct. They just like having that opposite schedule. Okay, great. Sure. That's a choice. It is a choice. So as we wrap this up, see what I did there. I see what um, what's your one thing today, Bob? I think it's that we have more freedom and flexibility over our work life than we usually recognize. I think the the paradigm shift for me is the nine to five mentality that I was taught as a child works in some cases, but it doesn't work in all cases. And I really had to unlearn that. And I had to unlearn the hourly mentality of getting paid for an hour's work. If it, you know, we've been on this now for what, 31 minutes. I don't know what its value is. Could be millions of hours, it could be nothing. It doesn't matter. Whereas a lot of times I talk to people and they're like, okay, well, you spent a half hour on that. My hourly rate is this. You spend a half an hour, so it's half of this. Did you did you get something in return for that? And I think that one-to-one -one relationship is not, not accurate and not easy to identify. And the flexibility and freedom are the way to combat that one-to-one -one mentality. Does that make sense? 
yeah, I, I think it's, you know, I think it's a matter of, are you getting paid for your time or you're getting paid for your value, the value that you provide. Right. And I think that those, those, those are, again, depending on what is real for you, you can choose which one of those you, you believe is real in the moment. You know, and I think, as I think about it and think about my one thing, I think that really to me, it's interesting how this wraps up, that flexibility and freedom is a lot about what you control and what you don't control is that if you can get to that point where you realize you don't control everything, you can either say that limits your flexibility and freedom, or you can say that actually, you know what, that improves it. It gives me the opportunity because I can, I can be okay with something comes up. If something comes up next week that you absolutely positively had to do, and one day you couldn't go play golf, you have the ability to choose that, right? Somebody called you and said, oh my gosh, Bob, I really need your help on this. Struggling with this, it's an emergency. You have the choice to say, you know what, I'm really sorry. I, I, I just don't, I can't do it then. Or to say, you know what, we're going to play nine holes. We're going to take a break for lunch. And then I'm going to take this phone call. And then we're going to go back out. And I think. I hope you have not put this into the universe and it's going to happen. Because <laughs> I find it really hard to do both. Well, here's the thing. You have the choice. Yes. Correct? You can choose your uh, you don't take yourself, you leave your cell phone in the car. You're getting you garbled, Tom. But yeah, you're you're fading out on us. I can't control that at the moment. Okay, well, I'm gonna keep going. Um so folks, we've had this discussion about flexibility and freedom. If you want to talk more about that, or if you want to know more about the day pack that we mentioned a couple of times, Tom or I would love to talk to you. It, all you have to do is reach out to us. You can go to the Ring of Renegades Facebook group, join that group. You'll be able to access us there. We're posting almost every day. One or the both of us post something. We watch all the comments on there. That Ring of Renegades Facebook group is an exclusive group. It's private because we want to give people safe space to actually really look at these issues. If you were surprised at how open and candid Tom and I were today, that's what that group is all about, giving people that space to wrestle with these things because we think there needs to be that space. And it's hard to find that space when you go to a networking event because you have to have that happy face on and you can't talk to your colleagues at work if you're in an office environment because they're gonna think you're weak. So we've tried to create this place where people can really explore these issues, talk through these issues, and get the guidance, support, encouragement, and motivation that they need. If that's something you want to do, go to the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. Just apply. We will probably let you in. We're going to ask you why you think you're a renegade. Not what? Am I doing okay? Yeah, I, I'm just listening. Keep going. I just like watching your facial expressions. It's priceless. Um, we'll ask you why you're a renegade. It's not a high bar that you have to meet to tell us. It's just to think about that idea of renegading your life. And I would tell you, it's worth the time to think about that for a minute or two. And then, of course, we would love it if you're listening to our podcast. Yes, listening to our podcast. Thank you so much. We would love for you to rate it five stars. 
We'd also love for you to share it with other people. That is the single best gift you can give Tom and me, truly, to share it with someone who it might matter to and just say, you know, I, I felt like this was something that I needed to share with you and I don't know if it's going to resonate. You want to build a better relationship with people? Share things with them that you think will help them. That is a great way to have a touch with the person where you're like, I don't know what to say if I call them. Send them an episode of The Ring of Renegades and be like, hey, this is it. Or you should join this group. So there are a couple of hints for you. Tom, what did I miss? I think you got it all. Okay. Hopefully. If not, you know what? We just can't control it. We appreciate you being with us today. If you have one thing you'd like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments. Um, if not, we will hopefully see you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group, or we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next Ish. edition. No, 8 a.m. Eastern time. Okay. All right. For our next edition of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you soon. Hey, embrace the renegading you. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.